Mishnah Hey Vad Shlishi. Okay, so he begins by quoting a very famous Mishnah, Rabbi Yehuda ben Tema Omer. Have a person needs to be bold like a leopard, kal kinesher, light like an eagle, rats kitzvi, running, run like a deer, gibor kari, strong like a lion, lassos, ritzon, avichash, mashmaim, to do the will of one's father in heaven, your father in heaven. Okay? Yeah, <laughs> that's right. So it's a mission of us, oft quoted mission of us. So, so he's going to dissect this mission just a little bit. He says, Kan gilulanu chazal, here our sages reveal to us, arbaas hakochos, the four different components that are needed to complete something. I mean, normally we read this mission, it's like, okay, be intense, be strong, whatever. But he's saying, no, clearly the mission is telling us that there are four steps, there are four different pieces that are needed from the beginning of an action or even before an action until we actually put that into into. Into, you know, into, into, into action itself until we complete it. So, Akoach HaRishon, who Azus. The first step is, again, Az Kenamer, be bold like a leopard. So, what is this boldness that's needed? Uva Azus to Kedusha Hadvar Mamurim. We're certainly not talking about what we'd call negative uh, brazenness, but rather, it's interesting, it's a term that's uh, oftentimes found in more Hasidic literature, but this term called, you know, bold, uh, holy boldness. Uh, sometimes you'll find a term in Hasidic literature similarly like, Holy chutzpah, kedusha, chutzpah de kedusha. But similarly, there's there's a boldness which is sometimes used in a negative sense and perhaps a, a close association with arrogance. And here he's talking about boldness that is in a positive sense. What is that? Shukoach hizama. This is the faculty of initiative, right? So to have initiative to do something, to break from the status quo, needs a certain sense of being bold. This is something I need to break free from what I'm not doing and from what the status quo is to be bold. Okay, he quotes, uh, I actually don't know what this word is, Unter Namer. I don't know what that is. Someone who has like uh, a certain energy, uh, I'm literally from the word of, like uh, to fly, a certain energy to be able to do something big. Okay, so basically, whenever we want to do something, something positive, we need to have a certain boldness, a certain vision uh, to be able to break free from what we're doing. Okay, so Achare Shekibel Atzmo, Levatzea Hadavar, Huzakuk Lemida Shokalus. Okay, so once we accept upon ourselves to execute the matter, we say, okay, I want to do X, right? Sometimes we get inspired. I want to do Y. I want to change this, right? I'm going to do this, right? But now we need a certain lightness, okay? Uh, so that a person will not be to be like sinking in the difficulty of execution, Right, because we know it. Sometimes ideas are, are very easy, and uh, but the, the, we still need a certain energy to be able to go ahead and go and start to put the execution into into practice. Ulizrizus and a certain quickness. Okay, and a certain quickness. gamar. In order to complete something, givuras ari. We need the strength of a lion. Okay, so basically what he's telling us is that what the Mishnah is teaching us, which is novel to me, I don't think I've ever thought of the Mishnah in that sense, that it's four steps that are needed. I thought these are just different characteristics that we need to invoke. Uh, but he's telling us, no, that really what, what Rabbi Yudah Tema is teaching us is from beginning to end, we have to recognize there are different steps that are needed. If we never have a bold vision, then we live a very power of life. And we basically, okay, this is what I did yesterday. This is what my parents did. I'm going to do the same thing. No, we need to have a boldness. We need to be able to say, I'm going to break free. That's, a, that's the Azkanamer. And then there are the next pieces of Kalk which are similar, but the sense that I need to then quickly move into execution mode because I could sit on this idea and eventually the idea loses its, uh, loses its uh, draw and I no longer have the excitement that I had a moment before about doing it. So I need to quickly start putting it into practice and I need to quickly move on that as well. And then lastly, to finish something, right? I, I, I'll speak for myself, the amount of projects that I've started, the amount of thing, initiatives that I've, that I've engaged in but not seen them through, 
um, or too many. And so the idea is you need gvurasari, you need strength like a lion to see the matter through. It's not enough just to have the quick energy in the beginning, the bold idea, but you need the, the strength of the lion to be able to see something through. Okay? Fine. Uh, let's take it as an example. Person accepts upon themselves to finish like tractate or, or a book, any, any, any holy, you know, any on haga or a certain practice okay for a year so let's say you know it's before Shunim Kippur and we're all uh, fired up and we're like I'm gonna I'm gonna learn this book or I'm gonna do this practice or whatever it's going to be you need to go through all these four steps right one is that again that, that vision that boldness then the two elements of quickness and, and, and putting it into practice quickly and then as time goes on the strength of a lion to be able to do this day in and day out in order to see it till its completion okay that's the general introduction. But Namo Bezel Ara Achas. He says, let's focus on one observation. Have a this idea of being light like an eagle. He says, Hanesher, Enokal. An eagle is actually not very light when you think about it. I don't know how much an eagle weighs. I should have just looked that up before we started. Anybody? Thoughts? They're, they're, not, they're not light, and, it may not, and, and Nesher may not actually be. That is true, too. Thank you, Rabbi Slifkin, uh, which I'm sure you saw that, right? Okay? You actually were there. Uh, I knew that. Okay. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Very good. Um, I'm sorry. No. <laughs> okay. I mean, there's things that can be like 10, 15, 20 pounds. Correct. Correct. So whatever the nature is, some bird... Sorry? That's right. That's right. That's right. But he's saying it's interesting that the terminology does that the terminology that's used for here is Kalkanesher. And he's gonna he's gonna be, so whatever the Nesher is, let's un, let's not translate it in deference to, to probably what is probably correct. Uh, but uh, it doesn't capture the same trans what, what does he say this? It's the kind of a vulture. Yeah. Interesting, interesting, right? Because that's the, the Medrash that says that the Nesher is at the, at the top, right? He's quoting based on Rashi. Okay, very good. Okay. Um, okay, okay. Fine. Hu'of kaved. It's a heavy bird. 15, 20 pounds. Mahu'a kalashlo. What is the lightness we're referring to? Hu'bal knafayim gdolos ma'od. The Nesher, whatever it might be, has tremendous wings. And they take, it, uh, take up the, the Nesher up to the heights very easily, so to speak, right? Um, it takes it up, Bikalos, right? He says this is, I, I believe what he means over here is from the term mystical. It's like a mystical uh, type of vision. That this Nesher goes ahead and is able, it's able to fly higher than every other bird. And it, and it like floats up in the heavens with these spread out wings, right? This is, it's a majestic vision, right? When you see those birds, whatever bird it is, there's a couple of, there's a local bird, I don't know what it is, uh, that you sometimes see like soaring much, much, much higher than the others. It's just, it's, it's awe-inspiring, right? You see it and it seems to be, it's so graceful. It has this graceful, light type of look, okay? And he says, just like the Nesher, which is heavy, a person is, is far heavier, right? Because the, the, literally the afar, like from the, 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 the dirt um, of, our, of our physicality is heavy. And therefore, a person doesn't want to, doesn't desire hard work. I believe he's quoting the Messiah Sharm over here, uh, but basically saying, you know, this uh, acknowledgement that our natural state is kind of lazy, right? So we, we, we want to, you know, to, to, to have the initiative to go ahead and do and to, to work and to toil. It takes effort, you know, it takes effort. Okay, so we are heavy, not just physically what we weigh, but physically in the sense that, materially in the sense that we like relaxation. We don't like to, to, to do. 
So So just like the Nesher, we are also heavy. So how do we break free from our heaviness? How do we go ahead and lift ourselves up easily? This is what Rabbi Yehuda ben Tema said. That we should be light like an eagle. Gam lecha adam, to you as well, man, you individual. Yesh knafayim dolos, we have great wings. Hishtamish bahem v'isromeim, we should use them and be, and be able to elevate ourselves to the highest of heights. Okay, so he's telling us that, that uh, this notion of havikal kenesher, he, he suggests that the analogy that Rehuda ben Tema is using is quite deliberate, in the sense that we also recognize that we are not naturally light, we, not, we don't naturally have the ability to soar, but just like the eagle is, or the nesher is able to do so, utilizing some tools that, that, the, that the nesher has, so too we have certain tools that are able to lift us up. What are those tools? Umahim akinafayim shal adam, what are the tools, that, um, the, the wings, excuse me, that, that, that adam has, that a person has? Mehen, amongst them, hasimcha. Amongst them is the, the tool or the wing called joy or happiness. Rav Chaim Vital writes, Rav Chaim Vital was the prime student of the Arizal. He's the one who wrote most of the, the writings and the teachings of the Arizal that we have, which we typically associate with the most mystical type of writings. But here he says something which we can wrap our heads around quite easily. That the rectification for the element that we have in ourselves, which is called afar, which is dirt, which basically draws us down, that sense of sluggishness that we feel, uh, that the sense of, uh, of laziness that we feel. What is the tikkun? Helios sameach bechelko v'sameach b'mitzvos. Is to be happy with what we have and to be happy and joyful with the mitzvos that we have. Zehu zug knafayim hagun. This is an appropriate pair of wings. So he's telling us, right, where, the, the, again, the topic that we've been focusing on over here is Rizos. So how do we motivate ourselves? What do we do? So he's suggesting, you know, until now we've been focusing on the action itself and the importance of connecting our minds to our, to our body, etc. Now he's telling us, perhaps expand yourself a little bit and think about t- this tool, these wings that he defi- defines them as, which is able to make us lighter. What is that happiness, right? And we know, we know uh, immediately as he says these words, we feel lighter when we're happy, when we're in a good state of mind, when we're in a joyful state of mind, we feel a certain jump in our step. That's, that's, that's the reality. And so what is the joy that we're supposed to be focusing on? Not, not superficial joy, but a joy over um, the fact of what we have, a certain gratitude, which expresses itself in, in simcha, over the great gifts that we have. And we could go on and on about, you know, the generation that we live in, all the different gifts that we have simply in our existence, and the simcha of mitzvos. Okay, a person who recognizes that God gave us, gave for us all of our needs, whether it's physical or spiritual, from the next page, we all have food to eat, thank God. Does the person have food to eat? Does the person have clothing to wear? Thank you, God, right? So do we, we don't, like, how often do we just stop? Amazing, I have the most basic requirements. Yeah, maybe some extra stuff I need, but I have the most basic requirements. Uh, thank God, and to thank God for that. Baruchnius in our spirituality, all the faculties which we need, in order to merit our portion in the Torah. And what that means is that we all have a unique place in the, you know, the, the mystics talk about us all having a unique letter in the Torah. What that means is that we have a certain contribution, a certain role that we are expected to play in the grand scheme, the cosmic scheme of spirituality of the world. And there is something unique and we have certain faculties that we are gifted with from birth and from our life experiences that allow us to fulfill something entirely unique spiritually. Um, I have different 
faculties than my friends. So too, my portion in the Torah, my space, my spiritual space um, is also different from my friends. And I have the ability uh, to, to engage in Torah and in the service of God and praiseworthy am I. In other words, for, for each individual. Each of us have our own unique and special space in spirituality. So again, physically, I have my basic needs. Baruch Hashem, thank you God. Spiritually, I have my own spiritual faculties and therefore my own role to play. So I have everything that I need and that is the Sameach Bechelko, not just physically what I have, but also spiritually. I have the tools that I need to, to, to tackle any challenge. Okay, simcha b'mitzvah, what is the joy of a mitzvah? That's the other wing he was referring to. Kasav echad omer, ivdu es Hashem, b'simcha, he's quoting a mendrish tehillim. One pasuk says, and we're going to say it in a few moments, serve Hashem with joy. V'kasav echad omer, ivdu es Hashem b'yira. There's another verse which says, serve God with fear. Amar Rav Ibu, Rav Ibu suggests uh, the following. <coughs> what does this mean? B'sha'a sha'ata omer lisvalel. When a person gets up to Davin, we're going to do so in a moment. Yelibcha sameach, be joyful. Your heart should be joyful because of the fact that we serve God, right? How often do we stop and we think of the fact that I am given the permission, I've been invited to communicate with Hashem. That's not a small thing. That is a tremendous thing. God has uh, invited me, rolled out the red carpet and given me words, given me a invita- personal invitation to speak to Him. And that is the idea of how we recon- reconcile <coughs> this intensity of avoda. On the one hand, we're told to serve God with yira. What is that? That is tefillah. On the one hand, we stand in tefillah. We stand in, in awe. We stand in trepidation. But we also have to rec- take a step back and say, wow, I have the opportunity to stand in awe. <coughs> <coughs> to stand in trepidation. Right? That, that's how he's reconciling these two verses. Excuse me. <coughs> That there's a sense that, right, on the one hand, feel itself by definition necessitates a sense of trepidation. But as we are about to engage in tefillah, we could stop and say, wow, I have invited into the, right, imagine a person gets a chance to go speak to whatever it is, the, the king or the president, whatever it is, right? On the one hand, we're, we're going to be making sure that we're following all the protocol and doing everything right. And at the same time, we're overjoyed over the fact that we have this you know, invitation, right? So those both are true. And that is the idea of simcha shal mitzvah. And that's true for tefillah. It's true for all mitzvahs. The sense that... Um, that I have the ability to serve God, that is something which, you know, instead of thinking about the fact that, wow, I have all these mitzvahs and all these laws and all these restrictions, there's this taking a step back and saying, wow, I have the opportunity to serve Hashem. So hakaras haromamus, the recognition, the acknowledgement of God's greatness, he hamolida simcha amitis, recognizing the fact that we are standing before God, that is something which is, gives birth to true simcha. There's no greater joy of the fact that I'm able to serve God. Zoya simcha pnimis, this is the inner joy. Hamislava es komisha zocha le mashesh nikudas emes muchletas patora, which escorts a person who is meriting the ability to feel the true, like the, the core of the Torah, the truth. Bamuna vavoda, both with faith and service. Like there is a person, if you want to feel the, the, the experience, the true emotions that we want to experience in avodas Hashem, is this recognition. Yiras aromus, the acknowledgement and the awareness of the fact that we are standing before God. Okay, move of a sefer charedim me'arizal. There's a statement which is brought, uh, a tradition from the Arizal. The Arizal wrote, or the Arizal said, that everything that he merited with all of his revelations, the Arizal re 
oriented all of Judaism. I, I, the Rizal's impact cannot be understated. Um, and really, uh, he, the impact of his teachings were, were ones that, that completely, completely re, reimagined what Judaism is for many and for us and even ways that we don't recognize. He says all that he, re, the, all that he merited, all the revelations that he had, he credits the joy that he felt in every mitzvah that opened all the doors for him. Okay, which is a pretty bold statement. It wasn't his teaching, wasn't his teachers, wasn't his, 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 his discipline, wasn't his, it's the fact that he felt a true joy. And the, the joy that he's referring to um, is the joy of, the, of, of Romimus, the joy of recognizing that we're standing before God. Okay, which is not a small thing. He says, serving God with joy is something we're going to focus on at the end of this book. Therefore, we are being very short over here. So he concludes this section, not with a avoda, which maybe makes us feel good because we haven't all been so good with our avodas. Uh, but, uh, but what he is, what he's telling us, right? It's just an idea. It's an idea to focus on. And that is if we're focusing on Zerizos, if the goal over here is to be a Zariz, then how do we become focused on Zerizos? So until now, we've been very, I'm gonna, maybe biopic, very small-minded in terms of Zerizos. This is an action I want to do and I want to do well. Now we suggest that we spread our wings. We focus on Simcha. Again, without a particular avoda, but focusing on Simcha, uh, infusing our lives with Simcha, waking up in the morning and looking around and feeling our body, you know, saying brachos, you know, again, I'm not telling you to do an avoda, but, but thinking about them and saying, wow, I have, I have this, this life and I have everything that I have and it's unbelievable. Um, and every time we do a mitzvah, to stand back and say, wow, I'm standing before God, I'm serving God. And with that Simcha, that will just engender a certain quickness in our step and uh, hopefully help us along the pathway of working on this resource. Okay.